Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, we received good news from a Texas federal district court that ruled that the federal government had overreached in adopting regulations to implement the dispute resolution component of the No Surprises Act adopted by Congress in 2020. Congress established the No Surprises Act to protect patients from surprise medical bills for services from physicians and hospitals outside their insurance network. The comprehensive law created a process for resolving these fee disputes, but the regulations adopted by HHS turned this process on its head and placed the thumb on the scale in favor of insurers in a way that Congress did not intend by giving undue weight in the dispute resolution process to the insurer's self-determined median in-network payments, otherwise known as the QPA, as compared to other factors that could be brought for consideration for the fee dispute process. The federal district court agreed that HHS had overreached. MISNY, through the Physicians Advocacy Institute, had joined the Texas Medical Association in its lawsuit challenging the faulty implementation of the regulations. A separate lawsuit filed by the American Medical Association and American Hospital Association also was being considered in a different federal district court. MISNY had expressed concern that HHS's faulty interpretation of the law could lead to access issues in hospitals across New York and across the country because it significantly impacts the ability of hospitals to have needed on-call specialty care physicians available, one of the most important considerations when New York set up its own dispute resolution process for out-of-network bills in 2014. To be clear, this court decision does not in any way impact the important patient protections set forth under the law in implementing regulations. It will only serve to ensure greater balance for an independent dispute resolution process if upheld. Please stay tuned for further updates on this legal front. On a smaller scale, we do have our own issues with the QPA in New York. One of the many state budget proposals relative to health care in New York would specifically enumerate the QPA or the insurer's median in-network payment as one of the factors that must be considered by the arbiter in New York's independent dispute resolution process for out-of-network claims for state-regulated health insurers. MISNY, along with various hospital associations, have raised concerns with this proposal as it could significantly affect the likelihood of whether a physician or hospital will win a dispute in an IDR, as the QPA will almost always be far lower than the physician's charge for the service and the 80th percentile of charges that is also required to be considered in New York's IDR process. This proposal is part of a number of proposals that would implement aspects of the Federal No Surprises Act in New York that are required because they offer greater patient protections than New York's existing laws. However, the proposal to include consideration of the QPA in New York's independent dispute resolution process is not required by the federal law for the state IDR process, so MISNY has asked that it be removed from the state budget. Also on the state budget front, we have received a couple pieces of good news in the last week. First, as part of a briefing on the state budget provided this week by the New York State Department of Health, they announced that they intend to provide an increase in Medicaid fees for E&M codes provided by physicians as a means to increase patient access to community-based primary care services. The state budget plan 
calls for DOH to increase E&M code payments to 70% of Medicare as of July 1st. While we would certainly like to see that raised to 100% of the Medicare fee schedule, this is certainly a positive step forward if it is ultimately implemented. Also, as part of the governor's 30-day budget amendments released last week, the governor removed the requirement for the 17,000 physicians enrolled in the excess medical malpractice insurance program to pay for the coverage themselves and then hope to be reimbursed by the state. It is very welcome that this proposal was removed, though we do remain concerned with the remaining proposal to break up the reimbursement to the excess carrier, which is Milmic, into multiple year installments. We are concerned this raises issues regarding the long-term stability of the program, which, in the absence of comprehensive liability reform to bring down New York's notoriously high medical liability premiums, remains absolutely essential to protect physicians from excessive damages and lawsuits, which in turn protects the stability of our healthcare system. These are just a number of the extraordinary number of issues that remain under discussion as the legislature and the governor negotiate the state budget, which is due April 1st. Many other issues remain, including fair telehealth payment, addressing insurer hassles, scope of practice, and physician student loan repayment expansion. One more reminder that if you have not already registered for our Tuesday, March 8th virtual Physician Advocacy Day program, you still have the opportunity to do so. On that day, there will be a morning program where you'll hear from Albany legislative leaders and the chairs for the Assembly and Senate Health Insurance Committees. And then in the afternoon, physicians through their county medical societies will have meetings with their local assembly members and senators. Please go to the MISNI website or look to today's e-news for how to register if you've not already. Also, you can look on our website for the schedule and the key issues that are under consideration. Turning to upcoming educational programs, please place in your calendar Wednesday, March 16th at 7.30 a.m. for MISNI's next Medical Matters program, Antivirals, Antibodies, and Testing, with your faculty, Dr. William Valenti. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your dedication to MISNI and your County Medical Society. We will speak again next week.